Well, hello there, everybody. Welcome to another live stream. Uh, this was totally unscheduled. I was actually down in my office doing some other stuff, doing some video stuff, filming some things, and I thought, when's the last time I did a live stream? It's been a while. So I thought I would jump on, maybe touch base, talk about some things that are going on behind the scenes, and uh, let you know I'm still alive. Because if you haven't noticed, it's been like two weeks since I've posted a video. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to let you know that I'm still here and there's lots coming. So uh, behind the scenes, a couple of things I want to cover. First of all, I've getting a lot of requests uh, for the Chase to Summit trucker hat. There's a big wait list going on on the Chase to Summit merch store over there. The link's in the description down below. And I finally got the tracking number. They're in the mail. I'll have them soon. So if you're waiting for the black and gray one, the uh, Chase Summit trucker hat that I've been wearing in a bunch of my videos, go check out the merch store, get on the wait list because the box is in the mail and I will have them soon and they will be in stock and ready to ship. So super excited about that. If you're in the chat, if you're watching right now, it looks like we've got 15 people. The number's growing. Hopefully we get more than 15. I know it's random and I didn't schedule this ahead of time, but whatever. Uh, if you're in the, if you're watching, if you're in the chat, make sure to give, uh, drop a, Drop a live chat in there. Let me know where you're commenting from. What you're up to today. Is your weather nice? Go for a run today? All that stuff. Let me know that in the uh, live chat. And also, if you've got any questions, like a Q&A type thing, feel free, feel free to drop them in there. And I will uh, try to get around to them. <clears throat> so uh, just a little backstory uh, as to what's going on behind the scenes, what I'm testing right now. If you can tell, I've got something flashy on my finger um, so I've been actually been testing out the Aura Ring Gen 3 for like the past month. And I actually, right before I got live, I, I filmed the video for this. So I'll be editing that uh, hopefully this weekend and you'll probably see it drop uh, next week. So if you're interested in the Aura Ring, make sure to stay tuned because it's a pretty, it's pretty cool. Um, it's really amazing that it's hard to show on camera, but there we go. There we go. We get the focus. How tiny... This little thing is, it just looks like a wedding ring, but you know, it's got heart rate sensors and everything inside of it, which is totally wild. Um, but yeah, very exciting stuff coming. I've got a whole bunch of footwear coming. Uh, the Ultra Mont Blanc has landed, the trail shoe. We've got, uh, what else do I have? The Ultra Paradigm. I've got, I've got a couple of keen um, trail running shoes and hiking boots, which are interesting. And something really different for the channel is I've got a video about nutrition coming up. So I don't focus on nutrition often, but um, I've been testing out, you know, those green superfoods uh, type, there's a bunch of like Joe Rogan promotes them and like big YouTubers get sponsored by them. Those It's like a green mix. Um, I've been trying out the Athletic Greens, AG1 and a couple of other things. I'm actually going to make some videos about that because it's really interesting stuff. I was trying to see like if I could get some benefit in terms of like a runner, any kind of recovery benefit. Anyways, uh, that's what's coming. The hats are going to be back in stock <laughs> and uh, that's it. Okay. Bye. No, just kidding. Um, so let's go through the chat and see what we got here. We got uh, Jess, Jess Kaplan. Thanks for joining Jess. Uh, Andre doors hack. I said that divorce. The, I'm going to guess the V is silent here. Andres, let's make this a little bit bigger. How about that? That looks a little bit nicer. Maybe I should set this stuff, stuff up beforehand. Um, thanks for joining. 
We've got, oh man, I can't say that name. Quibjibo Van De Camp. I tried. Uh, Jess Kaplan says, the weather is perfect. I agree. You're local. You're near me. And man, it is beautiful outside today. I was hoping to go for a run today, but I actually have a little bit of a cold. I'm not feeling too hot. So hopefully, um, I might just go for like a pretty low effort intensity thing after this. Uh, who else we got here? We got Ultra Dad, Dan here. What's up, Dave? Just got back from my long run, 20 miles, four hours. I'll pay for this one. <laughs> Man, that's great. Good for you. Are you training for training for something specific? Because uh, that's a long run. We got Chris Williams. Not, not a bad day over here in North Wales. Wow, awesome. Thanks for joining. Uh, we got Mark William. What's up, Dave? Not much, Mark. Thanks for thanks for joining the live stream. Uh, Murphy Sinsky. Hello from Minneapolis. Finally getting out of winter here. Awesome. Yeah, it's we've had like here in the New New England area. I'm in Massachusetts, but we've had like some days that are like 60, 65, feel like summer. And then other days, like this morning, it was like, I don't know, it was like 30 something degrees. And even, even a couple of days ago, we dropped into the twenties last week, it snowed. So we're still feeling the effects of uh, winter, unfortunately, but we're starting to creep out of it. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, we've got uh, DKE 84, by the way, I just switched to ultras. Thanks and love them. Nice. Which ones did you get? We get Tyler Kuhn today here in Florida. It's raining. Bummer. I thought I thought uh, Florida was a sunshine state. Up here in Massachusetts, it's, it's actually pretty sunny out. Uh, Quibo Vandekamp says, do you know when the successor for the Foreigner 945 will come? Great question. Unfortunately, I don't know that. And you know, like as, as I always say, I can't tell you if I did know something. So take that for what it's worth. Um, I would expect to see something in 2022. But... Again, I don't know anything yet. I, I've got my fingers crossed. Excuse me, how to turn up my my headphone volume a little bit and get a sip of water because I've actually got a bit of a, a raspy, like a hoarseness, probably because I just filmed a couple of videos and talked like this for like two hours. But <laughs> it's like the worst time to go live. But I figured, let's just go for it, man. Um, Let's see. Jess Kaplan says, very curious about AG1 and also if it tastes good or if it's terrible. I'm just going to spoil my video a little bit by saying I've been I've been using it for a full month now, AG1 Athletic Greens. And uh, at first, I hated it. I couldn't, like, I didn't love the taste. It was really weird. But now, like, I've become, I've grown accustomed to it. And it's actually a, a habit I look forward to in the morning now, which is really weird. It's got this like lemony, it's like a lemongrass coconut mix, but also mixed with like beach sand. <laughs> that doesn't sound very, very appetizing, I know, but it's got like this um, kind of grittiness to it. But uh, stay tuned. I was actually planning to film that video today, and I, but I forgot, I actually forgot to, to bring the uh, AG1 powder with me to make the video, so I, I couldn't do it. <laughs> Um, it's, it's okay though. And it's pretty interesting stuff. Stay tuned for the video on that. It's, it's really interesting. Well, I've done 23 miles with the dogs and it took me nine hours. Holy smokes, 23 miles and good for those dogs. That's impressive. RS says, hello from Finland. Hello. Uh, Quibo Vandekamp says, have a, 
have a cold too. Really sucks. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, it's like, I know I don't have like the COVID or anything, but just colds in general, they wear you down. My daughter, like we've got a five month old baby and she was up at 3am last night and I ended up feeding her cause my, my wife usually wakes up with her, but it's the weekend. So I woke up with her and I had a cold and I just feel so run down today. So I'm trying to keep that energy level up for you guys. Hopefully it's not portrayed across the camera. <laughs> uh, Murphy Sinsky says, wonder if you've got any tips for dealing with uh, plantar fasciitis. Um, yeah. So I've actually suffered from plantar fasciitis myself. It is terrible. It really sucks. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, not a major injury, but it's like enough of an injury to keep you from running because it's so annoying and frustrating and painful. And I just remember when I went through it, the worst thing was waking up in the morning and stepping out of bed and my feet just killing me. So there's a few things I did. Um, first, I started with night splints. You can buy those pretty cheap on Amazon. They're like 20 bucks and it's basically like a, like an L shaped bracket you put under your foot that keeps it kind of bent while you sleep. And it, it can actually stretch out the um, tendon and ligaments while you're sleeping. You kind of Velcro your foot in there. It's not comfortable. It's not fun. Especially if you have a significant other that's sleeping with you, they're going to make fun of you, but it does work. So check those out. I also had some pretty good success with the, um, a slant board, which is basically like a ramp that for me, I have a desk job, so I'm able to stand on it while I'm working and it's supposed to stretch out your Achilles and kind of loosen things up. So that's, I've had some varying success with that. And, um, the massage guns have been good, like hit the bottom of your foot with the massage gun or even your calf to try to loosen that up. That's, those are the things that help me. And unfortunately the major thing that helps is rest, you know, getting off that getting off that foot and um, letting it heal a little bit, unfortunately. <clears throat> Fernando says, snowy day in Chicago. Wow, bummer. <laughs> Snow in April in Chicago. April fools, almost. Uh, there's a pretty cloudy and humid weather here in uh, Ravine, Ukraine. Just back from a walk. Wow, you're in Ukraine. I would love to hear more about what's going on over there, like, daily life in Rivni, um, you know, power to you. I hope everything, I hope everything goes well for you. And, um, thanks for, thanks for joining and good luck. Uh, Josie says, no, I'm at work. Can't catch you later. That's okay. You can watch the replay later. You're up on screen now. So you got, you got that. <laughs> thanks for joining. If you could. Ultra Dad says, I'm training for my first uh, road marathon, the Flying Pig in Cincinnati on May 1st. Today, today uh, I was on the trails, though. Great Sufferfest. Awesome. Road marathon, man. I can't do it. I, I don't know if I'm ever going to do a road marathon. I still got to fix my graphics here. Holy smokes. I should have set this up beforehand, huh? Let me, uh, whoa, whoa. Things are moving around the screen now. Nope, that's not what I want. <laughs> okay, good enough. Uh, so good luck with your road marathon, Dan. That's good for you. I, I, road marathons are like, you know, I watch Kafuzi's videos and I'm like, man, that looks like a lot of fun, but he's like fast and in shape. 
I'm not. I don't want to run like a six minute mile. Well, I want to run a six minute mile road marathon, but it's so hard to train for. Uh, we got, here we go. Let's fix the graphics. Monsoon starts here soon in Vancouver, BC, Canada. Bummer. Yeah, this time of year, right? This is like in um, British Columbia or even in um, Colorado. I think this time of year they start to get monsoons up high. DKE says, Lone Peaks for Trails Escalante for work, walk, and um, a lot of work at, or a lot X at work. Cool. That's a good uh, company. Uh, uh, Good complimentary shoe. I like the Lone Peak is a great shoe, but I also like the Escalante and they really, it's like a similar shoe. It's like the road version of the Lone Peak. So good combo from Sweden. Cool. Thanks for joining. Uh, Jess Kaplan says, I should just try it finally. That's the uh, AG one we were talking about a little while ago. We got Trenton from the Fort Worth, Texas area starting to get hot here. I bet gets to be a real scorcher down there. We'll be back after a quick break. My name is Tom Buck, and this is The Enthusiasm Project. Join me each week for deep dives exploring the world of what it means to be an independent creator on YouTube, starting your own creative business, and keeping a positive, enthusiastic mindset along the way. New episodes of The Enthusiasm Project are available every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts. Hello from Portugal. Thanks for joining. Uh, I take bar by carbonado. I don't know what that is. I'm guessing it is a green drink of some sort, maybe. Uh, hey, Dave, what do you expect in terms of new watches in 2022? Thanks, Alexander. That's a loaded question. Um, you know, I think it's pretty obvious. You can you you can rule out like any phoenixes <laughs> we just had those come out um but it would be cool to see you know it's interesting i get a lot of comments about the garmin epics gen 2 and a lot of people were hoping for different sizes of this watch this is a watch i've been wearing since day one i've been wearing this since like november um before it came out really loving it but um i a lot of people ask about like can i get a 51 millimeter version or the small version of the epics because they may not like the 47 millimeter form factor. So it'd be cool to see Garmin add more sizes to the lineup in the epics, because I think my take on this was they were trying to prove they could sell it maybe by just putting out one and then seeing how it sold before they commit to more. But to me, it'd be cool to see more of those. The other uh, thing I would expect coming would be like a new apex from Coros. So the Coros apex is getting pretty long in the tooth. Now that came out like, to what three years ago now so of course apex 2 would be really cool to see um again purely speculating here guessing i don't know anything but that would be something i would be excited to see what else yeah uh the obviously the foreigner 955 or the 255 these are all rumored uh to come out again i don't know anything but that would be really cool to see um yeah i don't know like you you worded it in a way that says, what do you expect to come out? I guess I'm wording it in a way like what I hope to come out. <laughs> I hope that like Sunto and Polar do something big because I feel like they're getting kind of, I don't know, 
kind of stale lately. Like the Polar Grid X Pro that came out last year was super cool. Don't get me wrong. And I actually called it like the best looking watch in my year end roundup. But um, I feel like it's it's like the technology is a little bit dated. And uh, I was kind of hoping for like real mapping on a Polar or a Sunto. And if they did that, that would be really cool. So those are things I'm looking forward to. I don't know if that answered your question, but um, those are the things I look forward to and things I'm hoping for. I don't know, like, I don't know what I'm expecting from Garmin other than like something in the Forerunner line because they've already updated the venue. They've already updated the Phoenix and the Epics. Maybe like, you know, the Vivo Active hasn't been updated in a long time. And I've actually started to wonder if that's going to die off and maybe they just don't, they don't do the Vivo Active anymore and they just stick to the venue because it's basically the same watch. That would be interesting. Yogan <clears throat> uh, O'Connor says, any news on the Foreigner 255? Uh, considering going ahead and purchasing the 245 instead, thanks from Ireland. Like I just said, I, I don't know anything. And if I did, I can't tell you anything. Uh, but I'd probably just avoid this question if I did know anything. So take that for what it's worth. That's very confusing. I think uh, the 255 is still a great watch. It's a it's a safe buy still because you're probably going to find it on sale in some capacity. And it's got all the good features. It's got body battery. It's got navigation, good battery life, good accuracy. So you can't really go wrong with it, especially at a good sale price. Um, I, I, I think you're still pretty safe to go for it. Alexander uh, Groove Gurov says, I want to see the 955 and I really hope for a new Chorus release. Yes, me too. Like I said, I, I would expect, like I feel like they have to update the original Apex because there's certain features like they rolled out on the Pace 2 that's a cheaper watch that the Apex didn't get. So I feel like they owe it to update that with the newer hardware. RS says, I missed the start of your show. Do you have an aura ring on your finger? How do you like it? I pro- I proposed to my future wife with an aura ring, uh, and it also works for that. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, yes, so I'm wearing the aura ring Gen 3 right now. I'll see if I can get my camera to focus on it. Uh, I've been really enjoying it, and I actually, right before I, I went live today, filmed the entire review video about this. So if you're watching this, you've got the inside scoop. I'll be editing the Aura Ring video this weekend, and it'll probably be out like mid to late next week. So look forward to that. It is surprisingly cool. I didn't think I was going to like it, to be honest, but I've actually been enjoying my time with it. And I'm just impressed with how little light and small and just unobtrusive this thing is. Just gets out of the way. So yes, it is an Aura Ring. And congrats on your engagement, by the way. Uh, Kelly... Sikorsky says, watching from Alberta, Canada. I bet it's cold there still. I bet it's still very winter-like. Thanks for joining. Mentally preparing for a long run tomorrow. Uh, hopefully we'll get to 15K from Kalnish. Good luck. That is a long run. Eric Paramon says, the new Pimp 4 really... Uh, t- pimp? <laughs> what a mistake to make live. Timp. Timp 4. <laughs> The new Tim Four really love it more than uh, more than the loose heel, short tongue mess that was the Mont Blanc. 
Interesting. So Ultra sent me the Mont Blancs. I've got them at home. I've worn them around the house and actually love the feel of them. And I've tried to stay clear of all the reviews on YouTube. But unfortunately, I've seen a lot of reviews. Um, I saw Ryan Clayton's review. I saw Kafuzi do one. Um, I saw Believe in the Run did a thing about them. And everyone seems to not like them. (laughs) So I'm going to try to stay impartial, keep my opinions my own for my review. But from what I'm feeling, I actually kind of like them. Um, and we'll see, we'll see how time goes. I plan on getting on the trail with them this week. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, it's good to hear you're enjoying the Tim four though. Thanks for sharing. Cody biscuits says, uh, loving the AG one, but it's so pricey. Yes, it certainly is. And one thing I, I was going to reach out to athletic greens and ask like shamelessly to see if they'll provide some for the purpose of a review, but I didn't want that to let me like bias my review. I don't want to be sponsored anyway. It's going to be purely my opinion. So I went out, I bought it like everyone else. So in my upcoming video, it'll be my honest, unbiased opinion. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of enjoying it. Like I'm going to spoil it. I've kind of enjoyed it. I actually, actually ordered another bag cause my, my supply ran out in March. So I'm going on two months using it. And uh, I think I've got a good basis to share my experience so far. In um, So stay tuned for that video. Uh, coming in Colorado, weather is always all over the place in the spring here. I can imagine. It's a beautiful place, though. I love Colorado. I've visited Denver a couple of times. And first of all, I love Denver as a city. It's so much fun. And it's just so cool that, like, the backscape of the city is a huge mountain, like, Where else do you see that? Just such a cool area. I'll have to visit again. I got to get out to like Boulder. That seems to be where all the uh, trail runners reside. So that must be the place to be. Uh, Tadej Verdev, I'm butchering names today, says hello from Slovenia. Thanks for joining. Appreciate it. Uh, Eric Paramond, agreed. Thursday was bananas around here, Colorado Springs. Four seasons hit in a single day. (laughs) Sounds like New England. Like we get that in like the late fall. We'll get like a a warm morning with the snow in the afternoon and then freezing evening. And it will be like a 30 degree temperature swing. Really hard to keep up with. But I can uh, I can totally sympathize with that. Cody Biscuit says recently made a lateral move from the 6X to the Tactics Delta. So happy to have it. Appreciate your videos. Super cool. That is a awesome uh, watch, the tactic, Tactics Delta. Um, the first one with Solar Sapphire. You know, you don't see that anywhere else. It started there and then it ended up on the Phoenix 7. So really cool looking watch. <clears throat> looking to move... Oh, bring you up on screen. Welsh I am. Says looking to move from Garmin to Koros. Good idea. That really depends. So the big thing you'll get is... Crazy, I think everyone knows, crazy battery life in terms of um, standby time. So you're going to get like, you know, a month of standby time, depending on the unit or the model you buy. So you can expect really good battery life. Um, They've come a long way with their firmware updates and now have a really good training plan or training platform with Evo Labs, where you can do structured training, gives you VO2 max and your training load. 
So they've come a long way and they're going to continue to uh, progress. One thing I would suggest, though, if you're going to Koros is to get a more recent model. So I would say kind of avoid the Apex because it's getting a little bit old now. Um, the Pace 2 is a good buy. The Vertex 2 is a good buy. The old Vertex is still really nice, but I'm worried it's going to start to get phased out. And that's not because Koros is going to phase it out. It's just because it's getting older and the hardware won't be relevant to support new features after a while. So just keep that in mind when you're shopping. Um, but overall, yeah, I, I love Koros. Um, honestly, they're all so good now. Like Sunto, Sunto, Polar, Koros, Garmin, Apple, Samsung, they're all putting out really good devices now. So it's really hard to go wrong. Um, I would say you're you're pretty safe there. And if you like the allure of the Koros devices and what they offer, I don't think you'll be upset with making the move. Uh, Andre Dzorf, I'm not going to be able to say that. <laughs> uh, dummy question. Does Garmin running Dynamics Pod make any sense for walking activities? Uh, not really. You know, they, it gives you like left and right balance, ground contact time, running power, and all of those are not really something that you'd find totally useful for walking. I would say if you're interested in the running Dynamics Pod, maybe invest in the... Um, the uh, HRM Pro, the, the Garmin heart rate band instead, because you'll get all the running dynamics built into the chest band. It comes, it's like a running pod, but it's on your chest. Um, but it also gives you a better heart rate accuracy. It's a little bit more money. It's like 120 bucks, I think. But you basically get a running pod and the heart rate sensor built into one. So it's kind of a win-win. And that would be better for walking because then you get better heart rate accuracy. Noah B says, Dave, glad to see you. Still loving the Epix 2. I have an opportunity to get one with a $200 discount, and that makes it much more bearable. Uh, yeah, so I've been, it's kind of been my daily driver since it came out. I generally really enjoy it. I like the OLED screen. I've kind of gotten used to the higher contrast and stuff. And stay tuned for a video coming this week that I filmed yesterday about my experience with it in terms of battery life. I just want to share like my day by day and what kind of battery life I get out of this thing because I feel like a lot of people are turning away from the epics or actually returning it because they're not getting great battery life performance. I already put out a video on how to set up the epics to get the most battery life out of it. But this video is more about like my experience and my observations in the battery life on the epics. So stay tuned for that video this week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Sal Jaska says, how is the Aura plus uh, Epix combo? Any overlapping or would you recommend using both at the same time? That's a great question. There is a lot of overlap. So Garmin's body battery is like 75% of what the Aura ring provides. If that makes sense. So you get the Aura ring gives you like your readiness score your sleep analytics, your day-by-day -day activity stuff, your heart rate data. Um, and Garmin gives you all that stuff too. But Aura is different in that the way they lay it out is just like really intuitive. It's very like they spell out like here's your sleep score. Here's your um, here's why your score is this way. And then they give you all the factors that weigh into that score. So if you're 
resting heart rate is high and your your um, body temperature is high, the ring will pick that up and let you know like, hey man, something's going on. Your body's not acting normal today. Maybe you should take it easy. Where Garmin kind of gives you that information in body battery. In body battery is like a graph. So it's like your battery charges up and then throughout the day it charges down. And if you go for a run or a high intensity thing, it depletes faster. So it's like the same information, just not like as intuitive to digest. However, there's no subscription with Garmin where there is a subscription with Aura. So you got to weigh them out. I think I'm enjoying wearing both, but it's an expensive combo. So yeah, you get something from both. I just don't know if it's worth it for everybody to spend like between these two. I've got $1,300 of stuff on my hand. Is that worth it for everybody? I don't know. I guess if you really take your wellness seriously, yes. But for most people, probably not. Does that make sense? Hope, hope that answered your question. Uh, Gene Bernie says, hey, Dave, if you had $1,000, which, which watch would you, in quotes, buy? The Phoenix 7, the Epix 2, the Vertex 2, 945, Venue 2, Grid X Pro, specific, specifically for trail running, using maps, etc. So you just said maps. That rules out the Venue. That rules out the Grid X Pro. Um, 945 has maps. Vertex 2 does have maps, but with a big asterisk in that the maps are not rootable. So it's just like, it's basically like an image of a map that you can't do anything with. So it, it does let you know, like, hey, there's a turn coming up or here's a trail junction, but it won't let you know the trail names. It won't let you uh, route to a point and have the watch do turn by turn. Um, it's really a basic map. It's a base map. Um, 945 Phoenix 7 Epics 2 all have a real map with rootable, rootable maps. Out of those three, for me, I would pick the Epics 2. I like the the, the uh, OLED display. That's what I've been wearing the most. But if you are somebody who needs the most battery life from your device, like I, if I run an Ultra, I am running one in May and, you know, next month, um, I'll probably reach for the Phoenix 7. And I know I'm in a unique situation where I have all these watches <laughs> to choose from. So if you need one watch, you need great battery life, and you like the features of the Epics, I would go for the Phoenix 7. If you don't need the crazy battery life, and, you can, and you're okay with like good battery life, I would go for the Epics 2. Because the display, I can't find a downside to the OLED display. It's just all, it's all good things. It looks great in the sun. It looks great in the dark. It's just a really nice like day-to-day -day display. Hope that helps. Did I answer that question? I need another sip of water. Getting a little, uh, getting a little raspy here. Check out this bottle. This is a local store called uh, Eastern Mountain Sports. They've been around forever, and they only have uh, shops on the East Coast here in the USA. They sell like climbing gear and running stuff. Quick shout out to EMS. Uh, just ran my first half marathon yesterday, although it wasn't really a race. Super proud about it though. Congrats. Yeah. That's the best way to do it. First time you should do a half is when it's not a race. So you know what your body can do. Uh, Eric Paramount says, awesome. Now I want the, the new pimp four. 
<laughs> Man, that would have been a good opportunity for their uh, April Fool's joke, like uh, the Ultra Pimp 4 with like sparkles and like gold chains all over it. <laughs> uh, let's see. I'm going to butcher this name. Shackle Shack uh, Zeman. Dave, do you do only running? Ever tried mountain biking or road cycling? Uh, yeah, I'm mainly a runner now, but I I do a lot of hiking. I do rock and ice climbing, uh, trail running, and road running. I have road cycled, and I was really heavily into mountain biking years ago, but I kind of fell off that train because of how complicated mountain biking is. <laughs> like, you got to have the bike on your roof. Like, when I went to work, I, I remember the mornings when I was a bike, a cyclist or a mountain biker, I would put the bike on the roof, put my, my clipless shoes in the back seat, my backpack with my hydration pack and everything back there, my toolkit, uh, my change of clothes. It was just like all this added stuff I needed to go for my ride after work. Whereas when I switched over to mainly running, it was like, throw my trail shoes in the back seat, go to work. And then if I want to run, I get my shoes back there. I'm in. So it was just like simplifying. It was just a little bit too, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Although I ate it a few times and hurt myself, but it's a great activity. So uh, maybe I'll get back into it one day. You know, once I get bored of uh, ultra running, maybe, maybe I'll transfer back over. <laughs> the uh, Eric Parman says the Mont the ultra Mont Blanc is sharp. Uh, just a traditional fit for me. Interesting. Thanks for sharing. Uh, Queeb Joe Van De Camp says, what do you think about running in barefoot shoes? Um, for me, it's not, it's not something I'm interested in. Although I have seen a lot of people at races that like wear flip-flops or not flip-flops, but like those Chaco sandals and they run like 50 miles in them. I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Not what I do, but I mean, I think there is some merit to it, you know, minimizing your stack height going with a thinner shoe or even just putting that in the rotation. So maybe I, something I'd try in the future is like my main shoe is like a 25 millimeter stack height. Maybe I get like a five millimeter stack height to just throw that into the mix to, to mix it up a little bit. Not some, not something I've done yet, but maybe in the future. Miguel says 16 minutes uh, behind on the live stream, but it's a nice surprise to have a live stream from you. Hello from Utah, cleaning the garage. <laughs> nice. Cleaning the garage on a uh, Saturday. Hope it's nice out there. Is the Venue 2 Plus a big enough upgrade from the Venue 2 or no? Bugs Bunny says. They're basically the same watch. The things you get with the Venue 2 Plus is obviously it's got a microphone built in so you can take phone calls on it. It's got a speaker on it so you can hear phone calls and play music on it. Um, other than that, they're largely the same watch. The back plate is metal compared to the Venue 2, which is plastic. If that has any play, any role of like significance to you, maybe it's worth it. For me, I, I wouldn't buy the watch just because it has a metal back plate. I think the really big advantage is just having able to take a call on it. If that matters to you and you can find a use case for it, maybe go for it. For me, I, like if I had a Venue 2, would it be worth upgrading? No. If I was shopping for a Venue 2, I would just buy the Plus because it's newer and has more features for $50 more. But like, 
if I already had a venue too, there's no reason to upgrade. So hope that helps. Uh, Scott uh, Norenberg says, from Minnesota, enjoying all your content, rebuilding from a lower leg break in January for my first 100 miler in September. Wow, awesome. Uh, unfortunate, unfortunate for your leg break. I'm sorry to hear that. Hopefully you heal up quickly. <clears throat> Excuse me. One thing, another thing I wanted to note in this live stream is that I've actually been putting a lot more effort into the podcast, the Chase the, the Summit podcast. So if you're watching now, go over to your uh, Spotify or your Apple Music or Overcast or Google Podcast or whatever, and make sure you follow the Chase the Summit podcast over there because this style of content is going to start living over there. I'm still going to do live streams here and there on YouTube, but I'm, I'm focusing a lot more heavily on the podcast as well. And I've started a new series where I'm doing uh, weekly tech, like um, a weekly tech summary. Every Friday, I'm going to do this week in tech and things that happen during the week that you may have missed. So it's going to be kind of a roundup, probably 30 minutes long every Friday. So uh, go tune into the podcast and subscribe because um, hopefully I can get some more audience over there because it's really fun. I enjoy that. And uh, yeah, we'll keep that going. Quick plug for the podcast. <laughs> uh, let's see. Adam says, I've been going strong with the Polar Vantage M. Hits all the right points in price, accuracy, comfort, and battery life. Just uh, sitting back waiting for the Vantage M3 for a potential upgrade. But the M1 is great. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. I think the M2 for me wasn't a huge upgrade. So I'm, hu I'm hoping the M3 is like a bigger leap. Hopefully we see that in 2022. Time will tell. Dog Walker Dave. That's a cool name. Uh, just picked up the Scratch Labs 400 Cal Fuel. Anyone out there try it? I have not. However, I am actually testing out a brand called uh, 6 AM Run. Have you heard of that? Anybody? So they sent me this big bag of all their different powders and mixes and stuff. And that stuff has actually proven to be pretty cool. So stay tuned in the uh, YouTube channel for updates on that. I'll probably have a video about that at some point. Probably should have taken one here to mix in with my water so we could talk about it in real time. But no, I haven't tried the uh, 400 calorie scratch labs. I've tried like the generic scratch labs. You can buy like REI or whatever, but not this particular version. Uh, hi from Slovenia. Thanks for joining. scrolling through these comments do you have any information about a new polar watch i do not i have no information about a new polar watch i hope it comes out and i hope it's super cool though what's the best watch you have found for best uh workouts best for workouts for a non-runner that's tough for me to answer because i'm like mainly a runner um I like how Chorus has structured their strength training uh, stuff with the with the app. You can make a whole workout in the app with like, you know, bicep curls or, you know, core workout or abs or whatever, and then sync it over to your watch and do it. I like how they implemented that, but Garmin kind of did the same thing. So I don't know. I'd say if you're just like looking for like to capture your cardio during workouts, you could get something like a Chorus Pace 2 or... Um, 
a Garmin 455 and probably be pretty happy with it. Uh, other than that, yeah, I, I don't really know. Actually, you know what? The Apple Watch is a great. The Apple Watch is great for that sort of thing. Hope that helps. Uh, Yanis Hussein says, uh, Hey Dave, I lived in Lowell for two years and did my master's degree in UMass Lowell. I noticed that you did one of your runs near Dracut and was extremely delighted by that. Keep it up. Yeah, I am very close. I'm not going to say exactly where I'm from, but I am in the vicinity of Lowell and Dracut, north of Boston. So if you are out on the trails locally, you may see me around. I actually run, there's a forest in Lowell called, uh, the LTD, the Lowell Drake at Tingsboro State Forest. I've been there a few times, mountain biking and running. I spent a lot of time at um, Harold Parker over in uh, Andover and uh, the Middlesex Fells, which is just north of Boston. All of, Those are all like my favorite areas for trail running around here. RS says, lately I've been testing the Wahoo Rival. It's refreshing because it's so simple, but missing major stuff like training load. And I read they have some updates coming. Sleep, HRV, have you heard any rumors? Um, nope. <laughs> Hopefully they do that stuff. It would actually be super cool to see like HRV or like some form of the um, like body battery or something to be compatible with or comparable to like the Oura Ring or the Whoop Band to see that come out on the Wahoo Element rival because it is really simple i do like you said it, it is kind of refreshing in that it's not like super flashy it's not crazy you don't always have to look at it because it's really just a watch and when you need to you can do an activity or a run or triathlon or whatever with it so it's i like the design but i do wish i had a few more features um hope i'm hopeful fingers crossed that in 2022 we see some more stuff coming out from them I hope they don't just update the hardware, though. I hope they don't just, like, put out a new Element Rival 2 and kind of throw away the old Rival. I hope they actually just update the firmware to the existing Rival for people like you, because you already have one. But I will say, if you like if you like the simplicity of the Rival and you want more features, maybe check out a, a Koros, because they're kind of close. They have, they're very similar. They have, they're very simple. You know, there's not a lot going on in the watch but they have crazy battery life and you get a few more features like training load, some form of navigation and all of that other stuff. Hope that helps. Amir uh, Grundegar says, what's the best wrist optical heart rate sensor you have tested uh, on your scale from one to three, one to three. Uh, so that I'll give a tie. There's two watches in particular that are really really good. So the first one being the Garmin Venue 2 in the 2 Plus, in the 2S, all the 2s. Those are really good. They they are just bang on with the heart rate sensor. The Apple Watch Series 7 and Series 6, also very good. Almost as good as an opti as a chest sensor or a bicep sensor. Be between the Venue 2 and the Apple Watch Series 7, I can't pick a winner. They're so dang close, and they're both really good. Um, Runner-up to that would probably be hmm, the 945 LTE, the Garmin, because it has that new optical heart rate sensor that the um, Venue 2 has, but it's a little bit heavier, so when you have a heavier watch, it tends to move around a little bit more, and that you know isn't as good in terms of accuracy. 
but I'll, yeah, so Apple Watch and um, the Venue 2, I'll, I'll say, are two of the best I've tested. Mats Lundstrom, hi from Sweden. I hope to see more running blogs soon. They are coming, Mats. I promise. In, in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to start doing like a weekly vlog again, try to get the creative juices flowing. And uh, yeah, because those are fun. They're just fun to do. And they're motivating for me to get out there and, and run. So stay tuned for that. I've got some races on the calendar. I've got a 50 miler in um, May in just a few weeks coming up that I'll be uh, training for and running. And I'll probably film that whole race and uh, post it up here on YouTube. So stay tuned. Really like the content. Just got a Garmin Phoenix 6 and ready to get active this year. Cheers from the UK. Awesome. I hope it helps you get out there and get active. Noah B says, caught the tail end of my question because I was chasing my daughter around. <laughs> Wow. But wow, didn't realize people were returning the Epics 2 due to the battery life. Maybe I'll wait on that battery video first. Uh, yeah, so I won't say they're valid. Turn. I Here's the thing. Let me back up. Let me take a sip of water. Then we'll get into it. I won't, I won't say that all of the returns that are happening are valid. I think a lot of people bought these watches, these Epics in particular, uh, mainly as like a trial to see what it was all about and then ended up returning it because it's a thousand dollar watch and it's not going to make you like Elliot Kipchoge. You're not going to go to the Olympics just because you bought this super nice watch. I think a lot of people ended up, I don't know, maybe just a little underwhelmed because they expected more, but you know, it's a really cool watch. I love it. I It's my daily driver, and I intend to keep wearing it. So um, I would say don't be scared of it in terms of battery life. Just know what you're getting into. Like, if you use the gesture mode like I do, I'm getting a couple of weeks out of it. If you use the always-on display, you get four or five days. If you go for a long GPS run, you're going to get, like, 30 hours max of GPS activity in the standard mode, but you can dial it back and go into regular GPS mode and get up to like 42 hours. So it's not all bad. I think it's a good buy. I, I don't know. Like it's not a great value. Obviously it's a thousand dollars, but it's like, if you've got the money and you want like the, the best Garmin offers, I feel like this is kind of like the best Garmin offers. So yeah. <clears throat> Amir Grundar says, thank you for your comment. You're welcome. Quibjo Van de Camp says, really like your professional looking studio setup. Are you also interested in photo or mainly video? Um, I love photo for, uh, for several years. I was mainly a photographer. I actually did wedding photography, free wedding photography, learn how to talk Dave, uh, professionally for a couple of years. I was really into like architecture photography. Um, I was, I was into like abandoned buildings for a while with like go out and take pictures of like old decrepit buildings. I thought it was very artsy. Uh, and yeah, so I, I've always had kind of a creative thread to my life. And as I get older, it just kind of morphed into this content creation and video side of things. I really, I enjoy doing this stuff. So now it's mainly video, but yeah, I love photo too. I take a lot of pictures mainly with my phone, sometimes with a really nice camera, like what I'm filming on. But, um, yeah. 
Hope that answers your question. Robert Roberto P says, whoop or aura ring. Tough call. Uh, stay tuned for my video this week on the aura ring because I do, I cover this very question in great detail. So that video will be out shortly, hopefully in the next week. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. Do you think we might be getting an updated, an updated Phoenix 7 with LTE sometime during the next year? I would love to see that. Like a Phoenix 7 LTE would be really cool. I don't know. Um, I don't really know what Garmin's doing in terms of the LTE, LTE feature. They brought it out on the 945 LTE. Then I was, I was expecting to see it on the Phoenix 7 and the Epics. And they didn't. And I'm like, why? <laughs> it's so weird. Like, it's a flagship feature that's only on one watch right now on the 945 LT. I, didn't, I don't understand the justification. I have to expect we're going to see it on more watches someday. I was kind of expecting it on the Venue 2 Plus even, because that kind of makes sense to take phone calls on your wrist, have LTE built in. You don't need your phone with you. But we're not there yet. It seems like they're they're still figuring it out. We'll see. Victor Nan says, Hey Dave, great to see you on a live stream again. Love your work. Still want to see you in a hot dog eating contest. <laughs> wow, you have a good memory. Yeah, in our, in our last live stream when I had uh, Matt Legrand on, we were talking about uh, having a hot dog eating contest between uh, myself and Matt Legrand. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. Hasn't happened yet, but maybe. Maybe someday. All right. Uh, we've been on the air for 50 minutes. I think I'm going to wrap it up there. I just wanted to jump on and say, hi, I'm still alive. I'm working on content. I've got lots of videos in the works. You would be blown away with how many backlog videos I have going. I've got a, a Google uh, Keep like notes account. That's just like, it's just like notes of all these ideas I have going. So stay tuned for podcasts make sure to subscribe to the podcast it's in the description down below make sure to subscribe to the youtube channel and um check out the merch store because the hats are going to be back in stock within a few days if you're if you've been on the wait list for the the uh the chase summit trucker hat um you'll get an email saying they're back in stock so yeah super exciting to get that moving again uh thank you for joining everybody i really appreciate your time coming out supporting the channel talking to me in the live stream i hope you enjoyed this one i will see you next time and uh have a great day have a great weekend bye